Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A.com. See you there. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. Welcome to Your Life the Mixtape presents Headliners. Each week, I am joined by the best and the brightest stars of music from all over the world to find out a little bit about what makes them tick. This week, I am joined by a singer, songwriter, producer who, since her music has uh, come across my email, I am just absolutely obsessed with anything and everything that she has done and will do. She recently wrapped a tour with Platinum Certified Singer slash Producer Swaco earlier this year. And her new single, Glowy Sealant Sticker Stars, is out now, as well as her My Crush EP, which is also out right now. Please welcome the absolutely incomparable Killboy. Hello. Thank you for being here. Hey. <laughs> nice to be here. So diving right into this, tell me if you could collaborate with any musician, living or dead, who would you pick? Uh, concrete Blonde, Jeanette Napolitano. Using only one word, describe the My Crush EP. Mm. (laughs) Purple. (laughs) Who is an artist that if they popped into this Zoom right now and said, Killboy, I need you to go on tour with me. Who are you dropping everything for? Paramore, Lana Del Rey, Lady Gaga, (laughs) um, Billie Eilish. the yeah yeah yes if if you could change one thing about the music industry what would it be Mm, if i could change one thing about the music industry i don't i don't know Uh, (laughs) that that it's not a requirement to be a part of it (laughs) i don't know it it sucks um i don't know it sucks because you start making music and you're making it because you love it and then people like it and then these people get a hold of you and then they start to treat your art kind of like it's trash like oh it's not good enough oh that's not successful oh that's not you know and it's just like kind of sucks the life out of it so if I could change anything about the music industry it would be that the business guys shut the fuck up and just let artists be artists What's a venue that you would give anything to play? I don't really think about that. I would love to play an arena. 
I don't care which one. <laughs> as long as it's sold out. What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process? Shitting on myself. Hearing other people's voice in my head other than my own. And also hearing my own really mean voice like, that idea sucks ass. Everything you write is horrible. You could just quit, you know? Um, I didn't have that as much growing up, but I think I have so many people's voices in my head now. And I'm trying to just get rid of them. What's a song that anytime you hear it on like the radio or streaming, you go, damn, I wish I wrote that. Uh, Caroline by Concrete Blonde or Joey by Concrete Blonde. It's not on the radio, but it should be. I don't listen to the radio. (laughs) Describe your perfect day. Perfect day. I wake up, drink an energy drink. I wish I wasn't addicted to energy drinks, but drink an energy drink, go to the gym, come back, take a shower, sit down, write an amazing song, hang out with my dog, um, do maintenance on my fish tanks, and hang out with my boyfriend and watch a scary movie and go to sleep. If I could do that every day, it'd be awesome. With maybe like 10 days of vacation a year. What's a song lyric, yours or someone else's, that's always stuck with you? Time after time, Cindy Lauper, you say go slow. I fall behind the second hand on wines because it's so crazy to me. The way I perceive it is she said the person she loves told her to go slow. So like not only does she go slow, like her whole universe starts going so slow that it starts going backwards in time. And that's just the coolest image to me. What's your favorite cuss word? I wish I didn't cuss at all. I think my most common cuss word is fuck, but I think a lot of lame people cuss now just to sound cool. I mean, maybe that's why I started cussing in the very beginning. Who knows? But I just think a lot of people, you know, I think the fuck word is imposed on a lot of people who don't really say it that often. And they might even like not even fully spell it out because that's how much they don't really say it um that's how much they're not passionate about it because uh, <laughs> i i used to love the fuck word um i really like shit and bitch i guess but i wish i could not cuss at all i'm trying to not cuss anymore in my music because i think it's lame to cuss now describe your music using only colors purple green black red a little bit of white. What's a song that you've written that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack? Loser. I think someone could be on a motorcycle or some sick old car riding down the highway. That sure would be sick. I keep telling my publishing company, that's the perfect intro to a movie. Perfect, perfect soundtrack um, for a trailer. I mean, come on. No, there's no cuss words either. So it's perfect. I'm just putting it out there. So this next question uh, is kind of a choose your own adventure type thing. Um, I've got three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews. And I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer in this instance. Um, Your choices are, who are your influences? What got you started in music? Or what is your creative process like? What got me started in music 
was I had a my parents had a piano in their house and I had a little cassette player and you could record two or three tracks on it. So I would play something on the piano and then I would sing and uh, maybe make one harmony. And I would sing those songs all the time. And I remember like in second grade. Yeah. Yeah. It was second grade. I remember I was in class and I would always sing like the songs that I made up. And I remember this guy, Thomas was like, what song is that? That's really good. And I was like, that's my song. I made it up. And he was like, wow. And that just stuck with me forever. Um, so just making music in my house, just because that's what I always did. I always made up song lyrics. Do you have any like strange pre-show rituals? Like vocal warm-ups. I sound so stupid. I just went on this tour. I've been on tour with boys only so far. I seem I seem to be like the only one that's like doing shit like that. Um, just just annoying ass vocal exercises that I do all the time. Um <laughs> I, I get really right before I go on, I get really nervous. It's like, I won't even be nervous until right before, right when I'm backstage. So I have to like just move around and just jump up and down and just walk and pace and just like tense all my muscles up and get ready to go out. And I, I normally pray to like my dad who's passed away, like, please let me entertain these people, take them away from whatever they're escaping today, make, um, get a real genuine connection with them through my lyrics and performance and make new fans. That's all I pray for. Um, and then I uh, just go out. <laughs> Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer? both 100% I can't choose yeah the entertaining is what you do with the art so you got to make the art and then you take it to the stage and then you entertain with it how many alarms does it take to get you out of bed in the morning one or two one if I'm really dead set on going to the gym two if I stayed up until like three or four I stayed up too late what do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians that they're real musicians the biggest yeah I mean the biggest misconception I'm just like such I like all kinds of music I really truly do like if there was an AI making music I would totally listen to it like <laughs> I'm not against anything I just think it sucks in this industry when people are claiming to be musicians and they're not, and they're, you know, they're using all this extra backup help. And it's insane to me to see people buy tickets and be so amazed. And I'm like, do you guys, like, if you guys are amazed, like, you should see. Or you're like, you should have seen Cindy Lauper, like, live. Like, that bitch was really fucking moving, really singing, really dancing. Prince, 
they were really doing shit. They were soloing. They were going hard. And now 80% of the shit you see on stage is fake. And I just wonder how people can actually spend money on a ticket for that. I'm going to see Strawberry Alarm Clock today. They're a psychedelic rock band. They made incense and peppermints. And the cool thing about those guys, I'm going to pay 25 bucks to see them. I don't pay to see anybody because these dudes are really playing. It's live. Everything. Every Nothing. It's awesome. So, yeah, I don't know if that just went around. <laughs> I'm very passionate about that one. <laughs> Tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. Okay. Um, I don't remember what show it was, but the moment that I was out on stage and I was fucking killing uh, my song Travis and I go I do this super high note and everybody started screaming and it, it wasn't about the note that I'm proud of it's about I wrote and produced that song by myself I was playing it in front of at least 3,000 people and people were screaming and I was just like that is something to be proud of Like, I made that shit. (laughs) If you could start your career over from the minute that you decided to pursue music, would you do anything different? Hell yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. The biggest thing that I would know if I could go back in time or if I, if I, yeah, I guess that is sort of the question. If I could go back in time, but tell myself. Just because you see other people shooting up right past you, shooting up, success, success, success. You know, don't let other people's success make you feel like you fucking suck. Like something's wrong with you, you know, because I I saw that and I was like, damn, I must actually suck, even though I don't even like what these people are doing it's like and it's only my perception and my perception is the only perception I have so that's all I can go based off of but I gave up like one time for years because of that because I just got discouraged that my shit was growing so slowly and I'm still in that era (laughs) like and I always think what if I had gone back and not gave up the first time like how much further would I be um because back in that era you know you could blow up the normal way of you know you could get signed and you can get that boost in advertising and you can have that you know leg up and now we're living in this world where there's nothing you can do except become a slave to the algorithm and it really feels like a Black Mirror episode. And um, it, it it does feel like a hell on earth nightmare. <laughs> and, um, and I always just think, you know, Lana Del Rey and Billie Eilish and surprisingly that girl that made the songs like Paramore, I don't know what her name is, the, the young girl, Olivia, or I really don't know her name. Um, I feel like those were the last people that got that help from, you know, the industry. And now I feel like the industry 
has little to no say in what goes. And um, I feel like things are becoming replaced with AI, you know, AI, everything. And I don't think that human beings are going to let AI, you know, I don't think everybody's going to start listening to AI music, honestly. Maybe they will. Um, They just won't know it. But it does feel like a nightmare. And I wish that I had never gave up the first time. And so all I can say to myself now is, even though you see, you know, people surpass you all the time, just keep going, just like slow and steady. (laughs) Like Maybe I'll finally make it when I'm 90. (laughs) What keeps you up at night? Wondering what I can do (laughs) to help my career. And I, I always like, I feel like I'm pretty self-aware. Like it's not like I'm out here, like, what can I do to become famous? But the thing was, I chose this career. Like I chose to leave everything in my life for this and to dedicate my life to this. So this is what I chose and I it's growing and it's growing slow and it's growing steady. And, um, you know, there's boosts here and there when you get lucky, um, you know, an artist reposts you or when an artist brings you on tour, you know, those are awesome boosts and everything. Um, but I'm always wondering for my business and for my, unfortunately, my livelihood, you know, fortunately and unfortunately, my livelihood, like, how can I keep progressing? What can I do? Um, and, and it's really hard right now because everything's changing so fast. But just, you know, it, can I swallow my pride and in my ego and adapt to this new stuff that I don't think is cool um, for the sake of my fans keeping their favorite artists, me, you know, for me to stay in the game. And for the purpose of me gaining new fans and, you know, being able to stay doing music, the thing that is my whole life, you know, to that. So tell the people listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on uh, the My Crush EP. My Crush is just everywhere. It's just everywhere that you'd ever look. It's on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, probably Deezer, (laughs) just anywhere. And uh, where can they find you on uh, social media? I'm everywhere. (laughs) I'm I'm mostly, you know, you might not want to get a Twitter. I'm just post my thoughts all day long. It's it's horrendous. Um, Instagram, you know, I post an update here and there. I post a lot of stories. I always forget to use Snapchat. But YouTube... I always say this, but I really want to start posting YouTube videos and just like posting longer videos and shit. So I'm everywhere, honestly. Oh, and I Twitch too. I Twitch almost every single day. So I'm live hanging out with people who like my music. Well, thank you so much for uh, being here today. I have enjoyed this so much and you, you absolutely have a fan in me. So I can't, I can't wait for everything that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate you.
This has been a Rod Wharton production in association with Spring Break 83 Entertainment. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.